Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I am so grateful you're here with us, and I'm extraordinarily thankful to be your host. Reading earlier about this massive gold find found in Norway. I first saw it on the Drudge Report. So I've looked it up on abcnews.go.com. So let's take a look at it. It's got Conservator Hedge Hulen at the Archaeological Museum of the University of Stavanger. Looks at the gold found by Erlen Bohr with a metal detector on the island of Renesway in Stavanger. Associated Press. I thought it was so amazing. Uh, Thursday, September 7th, which is when I'm making this. Bohr found nine pendants, three rings, and ten cold pearls on a southern island, which described as gold find of the century. And it's from the 6th century A.D., had uh, images that looked like coins with uh, an ancient uh, like mythological horse on there. So Copenhagen, Denmark, we may get into another find, too, that I just want to mention briefly, but let's get through this one. At first, the Norwegian man thought his metal detector reacted to chocolate money buried in the soil. Turned out to be nine pendants, three rings, and ten cold pearls in what was described as the country's gold find of the century. The rare find was made this summer by 51-year-old Erlen Bohr on the southern island of Renesway near the city of Stavanger. Bore had bought his first metal detector earlier this year to have a hobby after his doctor ordered him to get out instead of sitting on the couch. Ole Madsen, Madsen excuse me, director at the Archaeological Museum at the University of Stavanger, said that the find so much gold at the same time is extremely unusual. Another article I was reading, they said it was the 19th century's last time they found something comparable. This is a gold find of the century in Norway, Madsen said. In August, Bory began walking around the mountainous island with his metal detector. A statement issued by the university said he first found some scrap, but later uncovered something that was completely unreal. This treasure weighing a little more than 100 grams, three and a half ounces. Under Norwegian law, objects from before 1537, coins older than 1650, are considered state property and must be handed in. Associate Professor Hakan Rearson with the museum said the gold pendants Flat, thin, single-sided gold medals called bracteates date from around 8500. That's sixth century. The so-called migration period in Norway, which ran between four and five fifty A.D., widespread migrations in Europe. Interesting. The pendants and gold pearls were part of a very showy necklace that had been made by skilled jewelers and were worn by society's most powerful. Said Rearson. He added, in Norway, no similar discovery had been made since the nineteenth century. It's also a very unusual discovery in the Scandinavian context. Uh, an expert on such pendants, Professor Sigmund Earl, said about a thousand golden bracteates have so far been found in Norway, Sweden, and Denmark. He said the symbols on the pendants usually show Norse god Odin healing uh, the sick horse of his son. On the Renaissance ones, the horse's tongue hangs out on the gold pendants, and its slut posture and twisted legs show that it's injured. The horse symbol represented illness and distress, but at the same time, a hope for healing and a new life. And they'll be exhibited in an archaeological museum in Stavanger, about 200 miles southwest of Oslo. And I will say this, I do hope he was compensated in some way. You know, I understand the laws, I understand the historical significance and all that, 
first of all, Norway's one of, if not the wealthiest country in the world, it's one of, just because it's North uh, Sea oil finds. And uh, again, I do hope they compensated it in some way. The next one I wanted to go to was about uh, LIDAR technology, laser technology, uh, and archaeology, because I've done some podcasts on some individual things mentioned in these uh, these articles, but I just thought, well, uh, I want to to share a little bit because it's how lidar lidar, which is laser technology. They're just finding stuff incredibly. So we're on the BBC. Let's see, it's called BBC Future. If you think archaeologists spend all the time with trolling hand a muddy ditch, well, they used to, <laughs> it's time to think again. More and more using sophisticated aircraft-mounted lasers. It's opening up a new age of discovery. And so many of these have been incredible finds in Central and South America, Guatemala, massive cities that can hold up to a million people that we would never even know. And I've done, there was like six particular examples, and I think I've done podcasts on most, if not all, six. That's the reason I just, I didn't want to just go back over old, uh, you can, you know, check out on the channel. But I just wanted to just say, I mean, this is just amazing what's happening because it's not just in Central and South America, even though it's the jungle. It's really neat how it looks like you're looking at a jungle. Then when you use the LIDAR technology, it's like, hey, there's pyramids here. There's ancient buildings here. There's roads here. There's gymnasiums. Um, I was just one of these, uh, one unearthed more than 1,400 buildings you know, Olmec people and stuff, another 3,000 buildings. And so we're, we're looking at just pyramids, ball court for the Mesoamerican game called Pactapak. Um, I hope that's not the one they used to play with the human head or something. But <laughs> just amazing. So I wanted to bring that out too. So God bless. Thanks for being here. Join us daily. Leave us a five-star review. Just helps people find us. Put it on social media. Share with your friends, family, church family. Do check out our other podcasts. Check out our videos over at New Life of Albany, Georgia on YouTube and Facebook. We'll see you. We sure love you. God bless you. We're appreciative you're here. Bye-bye.